This is episode 12 of the Everything Arts Podcast, Theater Ghosts, Part 2. Welcome back into the Everything Arts Podcast. I'm Mike Blackston, and in this episode, I'll continue my conversation with Tony King, Gunnar Hartley, and Evan Hartley about Theater Ghosts. It's our Halloween feature, and we had so much fun recording it for a video cast, which I have yet to be able to get edited, that we went once again two hours long, so we had to split the audio into two parts, and this is part two. Uh, Make sure you listen all the way through to the end, because at the end of this episode, I have some news to tell you about a couple of new shows that I'm about to be a part of, and I'll also share how you can get in touch with me. So without any further delay, here's part two of our Theater Ghost Podcast. You know, sometimes ghosts are not mean, sometimes they're really nice, sometimes they just want to crave a good donut. But this one, apparently, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but in uh, the Palace Theater in New York, it's apparently home to uh, the spirit of Judy Garland. Oh, yeah. Yes. Judy Garland. So, there's that. They could be celebrities, too. Is, is yeah, a lot of time they are celebrities. So, I mean, there's that. The uh, Palace Theater in New York, the spirit of uh, Judy Garland. It's not in Kansas? Mm-hmm. Um, no, Evan. Okay. It's not, <laughs> it's not, not in Kansas. Okay. Now, it's, <laughs> though, when she died, a hurt, hey, uh, a tornado. Hey. Huh? So, uh, you want to go to Kansas? <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Zach Gerald are in the back. I'm running lights for the Wizard of Oz kids show, and Zach's doing sound. And the person who's playing the wizard sits down on uh, on the little bo- the, like going in the hot the air balloon. The hot air balloon. And he sits there. He's like, "So Dorothy, you uh, you want to go to Kansas?" <laughs> so, <laughs> so funny. Some he was a, he was that Fernandez, wasn't, wasn't in the script. No, you want to go to Kansas? Oh no, I take that back. He was. Okay. It he was, was so funny. You want to go yeah. to Kansas? Well, now it's funny. Now, uh, the you mentioned the Palace Theater. I'll go on and segue to that because I actually have something about playing the Palace. Okay. That's what the title of the story in this book is about. Now, I forgot that Judy Garland was in there. I was just going to mention Lo- Louis Borsellino. Now, this is the one that I told you was creepy. Mm-hmm. This one's creepy, and it's a visual. When I visualize it, I don't know if I'm ever looking through the center of the curtain in an audience again. Because play in the palace, you've probably heard that term, yeah. play in the palace. And it was a big thing, vaudeville and everything. And you've made it big when you played the Palace Theater in New York City. Louis Borsellino was a tightrope walker. And in the 1950s, he finally got to play the palace. And he was walking. They, they wrote, you know, I guess the mezzanines. And he was walking over the, over the audience. And he lost his balance and mm. fell into the seats and died of his wounds. They did get him backstage or something, but he fell into the audience during a live performance and died. I was about to say, he just like, in room 13, row 13, he just died on there. That, that would have been messed well, up. here's the thing. You would not want now to Now they to say show. he no. haunts the theater, but here's how they've seen him. Look, imagine this. As he's imagine you're backstage out here. and you've got a full audience. And mm. this is, by the way, where Beauty and the Beast, I think, played... I want to say, and it may be where Mary Poppins is playing now. I'm not. I can't. I'm not sure for. But it's it's one of the shows, the theaters that is used by Broadway shows now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Well, what they'll do <laughs> yeah, is Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, I was just reading it. Yeah, it's played there. They so imagine that the gallery is is filling up. They've opened the house, and you're backstage, and you're wondering how big the crowd is. You know, we've all done that. How big's the crowd going to be? How many people are here? And you peek through the curtain, and the crowd doesn't see it, but you can see a ghostly image of the guy walking a tightrope and falling. No, sir. Several people, cast nope. members, have done that. They've looked through and actually seen the apparition of that happening. Well, that's and why I, I, Tony, thank you for, 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 for the screen. That's why I like to do before show. <laughs> through the uh-huh. Now we can't go through center <laughs> That's curtain. right, we can't do so that. So just food for thought, <laughs> if, just keep doing that. Another yeah. thing, you said you know you've made it big when you play the palace. Just fun fact, Harry Houdini, Will Rogers, and Ethel Merman. Mm-hmm. Are some of the names that have played at the palace. So That's right. You make it big when you play there. Do they haunt them though? No. Do they haunt there though? I don't think so. But didn't you have one, uh, a theater with Hank Williams? Hank Williams Sr., the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, the Grand yeah. Ole Opry. Uh, supposedly, uh, I didn't write down any of the details in that, but that's also in this book. It's apparently, apparently, and opposedly, the, <laughs> the ghost of Hank Williams Sr. <laughs> is supposed to, to uh, haunt there. What which, does he do? Do you remember? I think, I don't know. I don't remember what he does. It was one of them that, um, that I was interested in, but I just didn't go back and reread it. Yeah. And okay. so I can't remember exactly what he does. I don't think he does anything really other than they've just cited him and 
They say that, I do remember them saying that it's one of those things where sometimes a theater ghost, people will kind of debate, you know, is it this person, is it this person, but that it is, if they see him, it is obviously Hank Williams Sr. Yeah. Okay. Anybody, let somebody else go. Well, I mean, there's, there's this one last one uh, talking about, you know, this one's actually, it's called the Belasco Theater, yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. David Belasco. I love, I love mm-hmm. Who's a... I guess is who the theater's named after now, or was, I don't know, but he's a producer, big 20th century <laughs> Broadway producer. Anyway, uh, he's apparently the guy, his spirit, uh, he's the resident ghost there, and people say that you can see in the balcony, like one of the balconies, uh, his robe-clad figure is seen, and he was a notorious ladies' man. About, yeah. yeah. And a lot of the female people say they feel a very suggestive pinch <laughs> when sitting in that mm-hmm. balcony. Mm-hmm. To yep. see a show, a um, lot of people yeah, so. felt that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so there's <laughs> that. Felt that. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I imagine a lot of guys take advantage of that ghost story. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's a ghost. I'm sorry, let's go. Yo, it was a ghost. It was not me. It was clearly not me. That ghost keeps keeps on tonight, don't he? Yeah. Man, that ghost still got it, even in death. I know the ghost of John Dillinger. Dillinger outside of. There was a theater, I can't remember where it is, the ghost of Don, John Dillinger. Dillinger supposedly uh, yeah. reenacts his death in the alleyway in where the alley. he was shot yeah. down. That freaks me out. No. Feds. Was he near a theater when he got they shot were, down? He was coming out of a theater. That's where okay. they finally yeah. got him. See, I've always wondered, like, do you have to die in a theater? No. Or could you just no. decide, I want to haunt a theater? No. There's one in here, and I can't remember what it was, where the ghost that haunts it had absolutely nothing to do with the theater, but supposedly yeah. was killed outside, right mm-hmm. outside, and decided okay. just... Well, it's like a good place to haunt. So yeah. it's, it's close. Like, well, it's, not the, it's the thing is, he's like he's looking at. It, he's like, man, I could either go across that scary street, or I could just go behind <laughs> me and haunt the building right here. I think that he chose the latter, obviously. He's well, like, I'm just gonna, you know, talking about that, I, I wrote, I, I kept this little quote from because I tried to find videos with interviews of people telling ghost stories, like personal ones in theaters, mm-hmm. and this was just um, from a man that was wondering, you know, why so many people haunted theaters. Well, if they performed in theaters, that's kind of the obvious reason. But like you say, some people aren't have nothing like the Dillinger guy. He was just yeah. there for a show, and hey. But this guy said, a guy in the interview said, here his suggested reason for why so many theaters have ghosts, and he said, is it because theaters are a place of escape in life, a place to laugh, to have fun, to let go? Maybe these ghosts just want an escape too. That's Maybe they don't have to deal with their problems in the afterlife if they're in a happy, fun place. Maybe so. Well, and you think about it. We do theater because of the type of people and personalities we're around. I, know, I mean, if, if you had your choice of where you would haunt, I would probably haunt a theater. Then why are, if they want to be the happy-go-lucky environment, why are some of them such jerks? Yeah, and, re- and reenacting mm-hmm. their day. Maybe that's how their personality Maybe is that's already. how they get their sick jolly, like, Gunner. Maybe that's like how they, they get woke their up on the wrong side of the ghost bed and like, I just, <laughs> just going to kind of be kind of be a jerk today. Well, maybe they don't <laughs> like certain people, do ghosts, you know? It's like, that guy's a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's well, I mean, good... if you were a ghost, Michael, and you haunted the theater, would you be a jerk? Jazz hands. No, I'd be the jazz hands ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're doing a good show. Just going to jazz Hello, my baby. Hello. <laughs> that would be Broadway. so creepy. That'd be the Warner Brothers frog. <laughs> what was the... You were talking about a ghost that taps. Taps? It makes those rat rat tat tat noise because we forgot to unmute. Un- oh, Because um, I'm curious about yeah, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let me remind myself of that one. This is at the Dominion Theater in at the West End, one of the London theaters. And... Uh, at this theater, the most haunted place in there is the number 27 dressing room. But apparently there's a lot of things happening everywhere in this theater. So I just kind of listed some of them. And one of them is that it's housed in a building that was beside another building at some point that had a brewery. Mm-hmm. Brewery? I have such a hard time with that word. Brewery. Um, and something happened to where a ton of beer came out of this place and flooded that part of the street. Sounds and like it killed some people. Whoa. Some people died in this flood. So flood um, one of, yeah. Right. <laughs> Just think of the massive amount of beer yes. it would take to flood, flood. and kill someone. Yes. That's what I'm saying. So apparently one of <laughs> the guys that 
was working in the brewery died and his ghost has decided to inhabit the theater uh dominion theater and this he can be seen on stage he's got his smock on you know those black smocks those plastic looking ones and you can see him with his little tap his chisel Mm -hmm. thing his beer tap Yeah. yeah and uh he he's over there doing the tink 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 like this, like he's trying to open a, a keg over here, and that's what you hear. You see the ghost, and you hear the tap. And if you yell at him or whatever, he, it's like he doesn't see you or acknowledge yeah. you, but you see him on stage, and you hear that chink 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 huh. chink sound. Because whenever you were trying to open the, because uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we would win. We didn't meet you, so we're like ding ding. That's all. Yeah, and she had mentioned. Oh, so there, there's a story about it. it sounds like that, and I yeah. was curious about it. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was I, the same way. I yeah. was, I was, I was laughing about that just because you said that he just decided to inhabit the theater. And yeah. It, it's just because, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a brew, a brewmaster. He just goes in. He's obviously just, I, I viewed it in my head, the ghost just staggering around, couldn't That's find exactly his keys, what it, couldn't find his keys and just kind of, <laughs> now I'm just going to the theater. Now, apparently this you know? is a, a working guy and he is on the job all the time as this ghost. Yeah. No, but like, honestly, no, I'm, um, and you said that the, the brewery just, Capsized? Not really capsized, but like blowed up. <laughs> yeah, I don't it just know. I blowed don't know. up. It blew up. I didn't go into the um, the details on that. I just read that <laughs> a flood came from the brewery, and that's the story to that. Yeah, I bet you that's like you should have been at the theater or at the brewery today. It just <laughs> everywhere. Let me see why y'all are everywhere. Talk, uh, maybe it tells in here. I'm just seeing this drunk ghost. It's <laughs> so funny to me. Oh wait, that's <laughs> oh by the way. Uh, I got this story out of the Haunted West End Theaters <clears throat> book, which is by Ian John Shilito. That, could, that could go bad. S-H-I-L-L-I-T-O and Becky Walsh. These folks went around to theaters in London <laughs> and where people had heard stories or told stories, hey, there's a ghost over there, and these folks went and investigated themselves, and this is their book, and that's where I got that story. I was going to see if it told why the brewery you know, actually, had a that, flood. It's funny that you said that people investigate those places because, like, oh, there's ghosts in there. You know, people are like, oh, yeah, obviously. I've seen a lot of houses, and this has nothing to do with theaters. It's just, it is a good persuasion method. To, it's a good motivational tool to get you somewhere. A lot of my friends would look at these rundown houses that I want to explore, and they're like, oh, there's snakes in there. I'm like, yeah, let's go find some. You know, like, I just want to see where they are. If they say, oh, there's something in there, like snakes, you know, it's like, oh, I just want to see where they are, you know, Uh, but they're talking about ghosts. It's like, there's ghosts in there. It's like, yeah, let's go find some. Well, while she's doing this, I'll say one real fast. It's really short. The Adelphi Theater in London, which is funny where most of these take place in European countries. Well, it's like I was telling Michael earlier, they're more, their theater is more established than here. Yeah, I I can believe that. They have more history and therefore more chance to have ghosts. This theater was built in 1930, and the ghost of actor William Terrace stabbed to death at the stage door in 1897, not of this theater. Remember, this theater was built in 1930, but he was stabbed in in front of the stage door in 1897 in another theater, um, but he said to haunt the Adelphi. And according to legend, Terrace's understudy had a dream the night before the actor's murder in which Terrace lay bleeding on his dressing room floor. Oh my goodness. So there's that. That's not and a, then that's there's a, that's that. A yeah, the Adelphi shows up in almost all the searches. That's for a prophecy. Ghosts. Yeah, I think that one's in here as well. Um, and I, if I'm not mistaken, that may be the one where the guy that actually killed him was the the actor that got killed had a lot of. He was kind of a bigwig. I mean, his opinion mattered, and the actor that killed him was felt that that guy was keeping him down, was in, standing in his way of the other guy mm. moving forward and I believe that's what it is um, while she's looking at that you know you mentioned you asked about Still My Thunder with the Phantom of the Opera and you didn't there, but there is a ghost and again this is very short because I didn't write a whole lot about it down it's just um, the Phantom of the Opera the Majesty Her Majesty's Theatre in London which is one of the most ornate theatres in London is haunted as well and that's where they play the Phantom of the Opera since 1986 it's been running continuously I know, there I want to see it there. I do I really want to go there and, road trip. Um, there you go. Across the pond. A road trip? A right. road trip. Just do some little frog jumping. <laughs> it's like even Google Maps. It's like well, how do you get to New York to London? It's like swim, swim through the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> no, it said it. It said it so casually. Swim 210 miles that way. Where 
was this? <laughs> it, it's not there anymore. Yeah, they, unfortunately. They it's like, it's like it, you go to like yeah. if you were walking, you type in like if you were New York to London, it'll it'll like blah blah, and you get to the coast, and it'll be like swim across the Atlantic Ocean or Pacific Ocean. It's the Atlantic. It's the Atlantic. Well, it's whatever. Now the, act, the actor manager who built that theater is supposedly uh, haunts it. So that's really mm. all I got. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> well, look, I found the, the the brewery thing. So here we go. This is what happened in 1764. A brewery, brewery is B word. A, a beer place was <laughs> built on the site which contained the world's biggest porter vat. The vat stood 22 feet high and contained enough beer to supply one million people. Unfortunately, in 1811, the vat exploded, sending 600,000 gallons of beer flooding out into the dilapidated tenements that surrounded the area. Some buildings collapsed under the strain. Even though it was seen as a massive disaster, it was reported that only eight people died, either by drowning in beer or from being poisoned by the fumes. I was about to ask if alcohol poisoning was kind of in there. 1811. I don't know why. At that time, wasn't beer called ale? Probably ale. 1811. Ale. I like ale. Uh, Maybe they're using that. Well, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I don't know if beer and ale are different. I'm just wondering what type of fumes, you know, they they were. Like, I'm just wondering if probably suffocation. Well, if it flooded everything, then if, I mean, if it was flooding houses and businesses and stuff, gas. Oh, yeah. Things and, and. I'm sure people just, it was putting out some stuff. Yeah. yeah. I know some people get real gassy when they drink a lot of beer. Oh, boy. Uh, Can you imagine that much beer? It's like glug glug. Yeah. You know? It's just kind of. Oh, no. It's okay, always got to go there. I'm trying to do some math here because, you know, I want to say how much beer do you need to. For a million people? Yeah. Okay, so you said, okay, it's, it's, what year? 17? 1811. 1811? You know, we're just saying the standard size of a beer. It's 12 ounces, and there's a million people. That's at least 12 million ounces of beer. But let's just assume that, you know, it's the 1800s. People are going to drink more than just one. So, oh, yeah. you know, do five, six maybe just to... Do it t- by pint. Do it by pint. No, that's not the point. What I'm saying is... It's like, We're doing math about beer. Yeah, yeah. I'm, sitting, I'm, I'm, I'm over here trying to be like... <laughs> He's doing math about beer it's modern. Like, I'm like, no, go back to the 1800s. It's a lot. Like, we're talking... <laughs> That's a lot of beer. Thousands of gallons It said 600,000. Exploded from the vat. It said... I can't find it again. Now. Yeah, 600,000 gallons. But it said 600,000. Gallons. See, that, that, we're talking at least weight level beer here. Like waist level and not too excited about that much beer. No, I'm not excited about. I'm just like that's a lot of beer. beer It sounds like this is where Gunner wishes he was 21 again. It's like, oh man, yeah. People think Bourbon Street's bad in Louisiana. You know, all the young folks were trying to dive in that vat. No, but I don't know. I'm just that. That is um. Talk about a freak accident. Just all of a sudden, beer everywhere. (laughs) Nuts. Nice. So I was on the way to work today, and then beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just listening, you know, trying to catch, what's the weather forecast? Well, it's a, a slight Cali with a 100% chance of beer. <laughs> mm. Well, does anybody else? I'm, just, I'm sorry. No, I. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 I quit. Well, I have, I have one more, and I searched. I made a bunch of phone calls about this. Oh, for yeah. I was nothing. Nothing. Nobody knew any more than I did about this. So the next county over, it, there's a small theater there. I, my wife and I did a lot of community theater there, and I built a lot of sets, and I spent a lot of time in the middle of the night building sets and doing stuff like that. And one of the first things people always said is, doesn't it get spooky in the middle of the night? And Have you ever seen the woman that walks across the stage? Because that's how they talk over there. They all talk like this, dude. I know a lot of friends over in that yeah. direction that speak just like just, that. Hey, man. Oh. Did you see that ludicrous display? <laughs> <laughs> but I never saw, you know, I never felt anything or, or anything weird like that. But I decided, I said, well, we're, since we're doing this episode, it'd be really neat to go ahead and find out what the story behind the ghost of the Hart County Theater is. And so I made phone call after phone call, and everybody said, oh, no. Oh, I nobody know knows. There's a ghost. However, one friend of mine, I won't say who it is, finally gave me a little bit of insight. And I thought it was really cool because as this is being recorded, we have had, what, three rehearsals or two rehearsals and a reading of Harvey. That's the show that we're getting ready to do. And so that is currently in rehearsal in production, the classic uh, comedy of Harvey. Well, I found it really funny because when I called this friend, she said, well, the only thing I can tell you is that I call him 
Harvey. And I thought that was okay, that's cool. And I said, why do you call him Harvey? She said, because everything that happens seems to happen around the portrait from when we did the show Harvey. There's a portrait of a guy with Harvey the rabbit standing behind him like you normally see for that production. And, you know, nobody throws anything away ever at a theater. So we, it, it gets from place to place. And she said it falls off the wall all the time. And a lot of times when it doesn't seem like there's any way it could fall down or anything, but you'll be doing something, she said, particularly if something that's a change in the theater or something, it'll fall. And I said, okay, that's cool. Uh, as a matter of fact, she said they were doing some stuff in the uh, area where they do concession stands and stuff, and they were changing a bunch of stuff. And it fell down and hit one of the people that she was working with at the time. It's in the... It's in, um, I don't know. I think they move it around. I'm not okay. sure. But anyway, she said that, that it usually involves that. But then she said... I said, okay, well, that's, you know, that's kind of cool. She said, well, the reason she calls the ghost Harvey is that the story goes is that the guy who played the lead in Harvey, when they did that production, committed suicide just weeks after playing that role. No. And so she said, oh. she calls him Harvey because it always has to do with that with that painting. And that's, stuff. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot more sense than a lot of these do. And so wow. when we hung, I was like, yeah, at least I got some sort of meat to that story. But the thing is, everything I'd always heard about the ghost at the Hartwell Theater was a, a lady a in white. Yeah. It's always a lady that walks across the stage. You know, somebody looks down and nobody's there and there's a lady that just walks across the stage. And I, there'd be a lot of times when I was there and I'd be like, <laughs> I'm trying to catch her. But I never, I never saw her or anything <laughs> like that. It, so it was different when she said that. That was happening with the painting, so maybe there's more than one over there. That is very scary. It's cool. I want to see that painting now, though, over there. Oh, yeah. It's there. I've seen it a million times. I, I you know, it's been, I've been around that painting a million times. Uh, Did it ever fall off when you were around? Not that I remember. That's no, because you're not standing there long enough. Hello. Yeah, you need, <laughs> you're not, you need to stand there with, like, a cup of coffee and, like, and just wait. Look no, Michael, what are you doing? I am waiting for this picture to fall off the wall. <laughs> Stand there Why? with a nail like I'm going to put something on the wall, hey? Look yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. It's like, like, no, that's picture. what you need to do. I'm about you to move need to change you. something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, change something and be Change something, it. like put a staple somewhere. Thunk. Yeah, put a staple where a staple ought not to be. Uh, yeah, like right under the peanut gallery. Thunk. Oh, but you didn't like that. That's right. What up? Mm. I'm taking a sledgehammer. I'm knocking down the support beam. How about that? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, then you... at, the, at that point, more than just the painting would fall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <I mean>. Harvey. <laughs> Blame Harvey. That's, that's creepy, though. That's really... Because I'm sure he's the one in the painting. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Because, I mean, that's what the show calls for. So, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. I've actually been to that um, theater. I've been to that theater. We actually have, like, a lot of church gatherings at that theater. Mm-hmm. So fun. That building's been around. It hasn't always been a theater. It's like so many of these community theaters. It was so many things for years. It's part of the historic district on Ben Depot. No, Depot Street in Hartwell, and it's a historic building. In fact, I think yeah. it's on the National uh, Register of Historic Places. Is this on the National? Uh-huh. I figured it was historic. Already, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I've got, do you want the one from the 1950s or the more modern one first? Let's okay, do, we'll go with the 1950s. Yeah. Okay, All right. 1950s. So, good. this is at the Met in New York, the Metropolitan Opera House, the original building, not the one that's now. They've, they've moved buildings since this story. But this took place in 1955, and uh, a lovely lady was going to the theater to see a show, and her friend was supposed to go with her, and unfortunately, at the last minute, the friend decided she didn't go, or didn't want to go, or couldn't go, one of the two, and so the lady turned her ticket back in, said, friend's not coming, sell this ticket. So she goes in and sits down to watch the show and is supposed to have an empty seat beside her unless they sell the ticket, which they did. She thought they did. The woman that they sold it to was just the worst person to sit beside in a show ever because she kept talking the whole time they were watching the show. And she was making comments about the leading lady. She was like, oh, that wasn't very good. She's not singing very well. well. Look at her in that dress and things like that. She just was continually making comments. And the woman said every once in a while she would elbow her in the ribs like, look at that. can't believe. 
And this woman was so mad. <laughs> she was so mad. So she went at intermission to complain about this lady and said, I don't know who you sold this ticket to, but I cannot sit beside her anymore. She is ruining the show. I hate it. I can't stand it. And the person that she spoke to, I don't know if it was the manager or one of the ushers or what have you, um, she said that they really surprised her in the way that they handled it because she expected them to go tell the woman to leave or to move or something. And she said they went and came back to her without going to the woman in the seat and brought her a glass of sherry and said, we are, uh, we are positive, we are sure that you will enjoy the rest of the show because we know who that is. And she was like, what? How does this help? What? And he said, that is the ghost of, what is her name? Francis Alda, who no. was a diva performer at this theater previously. And she does not like any other leading ladies. And she never stays past the first act. So she will not be with you in the second and act. So you're welcome to go back to your seat and enjoy the show. Big ball of nope right there. <laughs> I was about to say, not would you it. go back? Nope. Thank but apparently it. she's this ghost has done that a lot. And they were yeah. used to her and they had a little protocol for, here you go, like, enjoy well, the rest of the show. This was not like only a enough ghost. to like our condolences, but here's something to calm your nerves. Exactly. At this point, once we tell you it's a ghost, you're like, huh? Nudging you in the ribs like... Like said. a full-fledged person. Yeah. You know what, though? Like, I like, think... me to you. It's like, you're the ghost. And I'm like, hey, how's it going, ghost? I think if the show was over and the lights ghost. were out and they said, go on out there by yourself, the ghost the big was ball of would be in play. But if there was a full crowd, there were other people around, I might would be intrigued to go back. I might would just be like... If they didn't tell me it was a ghost... And they just told me, oh, don't worry, it's just a really rude cu customer. She's an intern, don't, don't worry about them. But it's like, oh, it's a ghost. Uh, no, it's not. They probably plant <laughs> this ornery that. lady and just, that she's a plant from maybe, the theater. Maybe that's, but <laughs> I just I don't like, picture that in 1955, yeah. you know? Well, I don't know. It's the 50s. It, um, it could happen, but I, I would rather believe that it was a ghost no, than they're no, used Donna, to her you, being you were mentioning there. The ghost herself was nudging the person. The mm -hmm. person was not nudging the no, ghost. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay, I, I didn't know if that's like, what you had said. If Tony is the ghost in this situation, I'm, you know, enjoying a nice show. And oh, Tony's just show. being rude because she's the ghost that doesn't like anyone. That's and the name she of this story. is nudging me constantly. Like <laughs> I mean, I commend the person. I know theater etiquette. It's rude to leave in the middle of the, of the, of an act you wait. If there's someone's nudging me, someone's about to get hit. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. cause like, very, hey, would you stop yeah. it? Really? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if ghosts can use that as an example. It's like, hey, hey. Dude, personal space. Oh, that's all right. I'm a ghost. Oh, in that case, keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not mad anymore. I'm actually kind of intrigued. Tell me, yeah. what happened? Anyway, Tony, before you get to your next one, I have one last one. And this one is in the St. James Theater in Wellington, New Zealand. Okay. This one actually has three resident ghosts. One more thing on this one before you okay. go to that one. Okay. It, Shut it. No, 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 no. I just wanted to say that since they've changed buildings for the Met, she's gone. <laughs> she was only in the old building. Oh, so, is that goodness. building still standing? People will have be able so to go to see a show at the Met okay. without their ribs being bruised. So, so when yeah. the building's gone, all she's that nudging. So. You can't go sit beside her now. Darn it. I would just like to see. Now, uh, want to is, anyway. is it a certain seat that she sits in? Or I don't is it guess just so. They didn't mention that she the just seat. To, well, this place is better than any. Just sit down next to you. I guess it was just an empty seat. What if she put... Okay, you know, I'm just going to start asking a lot of weird ghost questions, and I ain't got time. So. <laughs> I, got, I got one last one. It's the uh, St. James Theater in Wellington, New Zealand. They have three ghosts. Well, two of them have names. One of them is not a name because they haven't physically seen it, but there's evidence of something. Um, one of them is a is called... The name of it is Yuri. It's a Russian acrobat who supposedly felt her... Fold to his death during a performance. It's often credited for the theaters for lights turning on and off in the middle of a show. Uh, the Wailing Woman was, as the story goes, an actress who was booed off the stage and consequently killed herself. She is now blamed not only for mysterious cries heard in the space, but also for a series of calamities that have been befallen actresses at the St. James, including falls, sprains, and performance-endangering head colds. And then another <laughs> legend, which we don't know, they don't have a name, um... Uh, during World War II, a choir boy sang its last concert in the St. James Theater and then departing on a ship, leaving from New Zealand. It was never seen again, like, by anyone. 
but the boys singing can still be heard in the stage right and stage left wings. Oh, so wow. There's that. <laughs> yeah. That is freaky. But yeah, there's, there's three accounts of three totally different things. And that, that's the last one I have. And that one's in New Zealand. Represent. I was about to area. say, yeah. Wow. Cool. <laughs> well, I'm listening. I'm paying attention. I'm just all of a sudden very. Look, that would terrify me if I heard somebody screaming. The Wailing Woman. That, that would scare me to death. That's that really. Anything scream like a screaming yeah. woman? Yeah, yeah. It's like a screaming I, baby. I just I can't deal with it. Man, that's that. I'm telling you, that is just the worst. Well, it's so representing. <laughs> it's, it's it's one thing for something to be happening, but something that represents an act of terror. Yeah. When something's happening, obviously something like <sighs> that is is repeating the moment that something happened, and and it just brings you back to that. Who's that standing there? I'm just kidding. Um, I'm glad I was looking back. <laughs> the thing is, talking about that, this, it, it, it not only would just seeing that right there be unsettling, but a scream to a company yeah. would yeah. adduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, you know, I mean, I'm being honest. <laughs> I would straight up <laughs> drop one. <laughs> my, my, Michael wants to be the jazz handing ghost, like, <laughs> <laughs> like two part harmony. Whenever you're in the whenever you're in the ghost afterlife, Michael, you got to remember all the things we've talked about. Oh, it's it's you're going to be the epitome of what a theater ghost should be. (laughs) Should be funny. I'm going to quote Mary Poppins. You know, fair but firm. (laughs) 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 Thank God your faith. Fair but firm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I have one that is modern. I say modern because it has a computer in it. (laughs) Well, that could be all uh, the way back from the sixties. Yeah, yeah, seventies. Well, this one happened at the Fulton Theater, which apparently has a lot of um, ghost happenings. And uh, they had a new manager there, a new theater manager. And he was going to, well, first of all, when he got there, he was being given the tour around, introduced to everybody, all the the normal stuff you do at a new job. And they told him, at some point, you're going to have to make friends with the ghost. And he he was like... (laughs) Whatever. And he didn't think any more about it. That was just kind of like in passing because it's accepted there. There's a ghost there yeah. and, and people, you know, oh, it's the ghost, you know. And, uh, so he, he didn't really think anything about it. Well, one night he was in his office working on something. It was pretty late. It says 1115. Um, and he was trying to type a document on his computer mm-hmm. and he'd only get maybe a few words into it and not only would the computer shut off, but all the power would shut off, lights and everything off. And, you know, like any normal person in today would be like, now i got to wait for the power to come back on, that kind of thing. You know, he didn't right. automatically think ghost. Right. So it would go off, be off for a few minutes, and it would come back on. Well, since he didn't save what he had typed, he'd have to type the same words again to do it. Always and, save. And he would get a few words in, Everything off. And this happened three or four times. Yeah. And he, like any of us, were, <laughs> you know how frustrating that yeah. is when you're trying to do something on a computer and it keeps happening. And he was like, okay, okay, okay. Maybe, maybe it's the ghost. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna make my piece like they told me to so I can get this done. So he, he stands up and he gives this speech. Okay, hey, I don't know his real name, but my name's Tom. I'm, I'm gonna be the new manager here. I plan on being here a really long time, so I would appreciate it if we could get along and work together so that I can do my job and you can go about your business. And so he sat there for a minute, all the power and everything came back on, and on his screen, instead of a blank page, it came up X's and O's, X's and O's, all the way down the page. Here is my letter of resignation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> XO. First off, first off, you have to make friends with the, with the ghost. Uh, not I, in the job description. Hold on. Sorry. I feel like the ghost wanted to be more than friends with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wanted to be friends with Here's hugs and kisses. Like, you're a <laughs> strapping young lad. <laughs> but mean, he said it did. Uh-oh. Well, we got the audio. The audio is for the rest of it. Yeah, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll edit it down and do something. Oh. <laughs> And we're so close to being done. I know. Well, no, we'll just finish it up on audio. Okay. We'll just, you know, All say right. that the video is just. And we'll just cut off somewhere else. 
I'll do something funny. Well, I just we'll say just, for the, just we'll say just for the video, it, just, we're almost you know, done. if they want all I'll of it, just, just funny, leave like. all the outtakes. So, <laughs> and what happened was when he looked at his screen, if you'd like to hear the rest of it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let him hear it. But, okay. uh, so he it came back on and he decided to turn it off and go home for the night. <laughs> yeah, well, well I think I would too. So he turned off all the lights himself and left. Now the um, well, fun fact, you said you don't know exactly how as modern. He said, "Whoa, hey, look at that! It's like a reverb going on." The um, the he <laughs> said that it was modern. You said the whole thing. Um, you didn't know the date. It doesn't have a date. Well, fun fact, it had. To, I mean, because he was typing a word document. First word processor was was in seven, 1979, so it had to happen at least after. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just I'm just you know putting a time frame there. <coughs> so, sure. you know, okay. Food force thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I had. All Anybody I else have anything you want to say? I had a very weird, random one. It didn't give a lot of detail, and I was like, what? I want to hear it. It's not a story. It's just happenings. Uh, another one in London. It's the Peacock Theater. Stay away from London. And uh, <laughs> Peacocks. I don't even like Apparently, peacocks. this ghost is a dolphin. What? <laughs> Do you have special seating for dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> That's this why. dolphin just kept nudging me and going, <laughs> I cannot come back to your theater until you get rid of the flippin' dolphins. That's what Literally. Flippin' dolphins. They are flippin'. That's exactly what I was going to say. Okay. They, of course, it's because it's a dolphin. They're like, it's flipper. So <laughs> I don't know why there's a dolphin there, but apparently a lot of people have, have heard the world. sound. It's again. obviously lost. <laughs> yes, people hear that sound. And they also find random puddles of water at different places in the That's theater. That's because people peed themselves when they heard a You're doing a show, and all of a sudden you hear dolphins like, what is it? There is a dolphin in the building. <laughs> what well, is there a dolphin? <laughs> Yo, there's a dolphin here. <laughs> what so, is there a dolphin doing? Yeah. It, that's all, all I know. It, you, people hear the sounds, and you find the puddles of water. The lady that did, it was this book again, the lady that went around and was testing she's like I, this is this one's a joke this is not for real i don't i don't there's nothing here that suggests that but other people that said they have heard the dolphin is um and the reason that it's there is because the theater is situated close to a very large body of water and so they think something happened to the dolphin and now it's just floating around <laughs> let's just assume sake, let's hope shamu never goes oh, into man. somewhere let's just assume that there is an actual dolphin ghost <laughs> That's a question. Is like, can animals be? Apparently, they can, and they they tend to want to dwell in theaters. Ghost Apparently, they're classy. Here all the time. <laughs> See, here's one thing. Those like, you're on stage, you're doing something, like building a set. All of a sudden, you hear a dolphin. You're like, ah, maybe I'm just hearing things. And then it starts becoming a problem. Do you call pest control? For, you can't. I mean, it's like, hey, I think there might be a no, dolphin. I, mean, I can't sea find. World. I can't locate you call it. Sea World, yo, there's a but dolphin. But it's pestering. <laughs> if you can find it, you can have it. <laughs> or her, whatever the dolphin may be. What's your name? <laughs> oh, something sure is fishy. Over Isn't that here. crazy? That is crazy. I want to research that. I'm going to research the, the mysterious the Let me see if there's anything else. I mean, I, we don't have to put this on the the podcast, but I was going to see if there's anything else that says about it. What does it say about? Did you mention animal tortured in substage area? They. That's a guess. Oh, okay. they don't know. They. Oh, I turned right to it. How about that? Yeah. Let's see if it that's says anything else about it. It was the dolphin episode. Is the dolphin helping you out? Mm. <laughs> flipping you to the page. Because <laughs> it's a flipping dolphin. <laughs> I, I know. I was just like, huh? When I looked at this, it could are you sound serious? more ridiculous if you tried to make it sound more I mean, ridiculous. If, if they'd have said a monkey, I, I could maybe, okay, like, there's somebody had a monkey in a vaudeville act, but a dolphin. Or they had like a circus or something, and the monkey died during yeah. a production. But no, dolphin. No, it says nothing else about the dolphin. That's all the it says. The dolphin probably does like you. you know, like floats down on a on a on a floating um uh umbrella, jazz hands, you know, <laughs> jazz fins, <laughs> jazz fins. Mm. Dang, why'd the video have to go off on the jazz fins? <laughs> There's no telling when that went off. Oh, I know. That's fine. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll close it down and say. We didn't have enough team. <laughs> we, we did. We just didn't we know it went off. To, we weren't expecting we had extra to. Tape. We weren't expecting to go over. I mean, we probably were, but we probably all just got lost and, and didn't watch the. This, I, this I, tends I, to happen when we do. I these, thoroughly they go enjoyed on. this one. This one. I did enjoy this. This was great. This is fun. I'm gonna go to. Uh, I'm gonna go to back to Athens, and I'm gonna be like, 
Just don't go. I'm gonna be at work tonight. Yourself. Be like, what look, in the here's world? another Dolphin one. Goes. I have another story. It's not very um, scary, but I like to tell stories, so I'm telling y'all. Okay? Tell it. This one's at Berry College, not far from us. Oh, okay. Um, it, it happened. This story happened in 1996. And there was a student working in the box office there late at night, and they they were supposed to be locking up and finishing and going home. And they heard somebody laughing, like stage laughing, like it wasn't a normal just ha-ha-ha. It was yeah. very loud and boisterous. Yeah. And he was like, one of those idiots is in there. I, everybody's supposed to be gone kind of thing. But this particular guy was very small, and he, he wasn't very comfortable being like, get out. Right. So he, instead of going in there and saying, you know, you need to leave, it's time to go, uh, he just sort of mockingly laughed back to let him know somebody's in here, you mm. need to leave kind of thing. Um, and so he said when he did the mocking laugh back, the laugh stopped. And he was like, All right, I'm done with them. Good, they left. But after the laugh stopped, the office door, I don't know if it was open and it opened more or if it actually opened. But something came in there with him and stood behind his shoulder for at least a minute in silence before it left. And he said he did not look at it straight in the face because he was terrified, but he did see in his computer screen the reflection of something right here while he was sitting there. Ooh. <laughs> I, uh... I, I, I found more info on the... Uh, <laughs> the dolphin? <laughs> what else does it say? I'm oh sorry. Like I said, I actually do have to get going, but this is worth... Sure. This is This is worth... Um, this dolphin is worth ghosts the, are worth your time. Oh, it is, absolutely. I'm going to be thinking about this at work. <laughs> um, okay, the Peacock Theater... I'm just going to read the article. I can read it relatively fast. The Peacock Theater is most noted as home of the world... of uh, One of the West End's most unusual ghosts, a dolphin commonly known as Flipper. Urban myth has grown... <laughs> <laughs> An urban myth has grown up that during one of Paul Raymond's uh, reviews at the theater in the in 1970s, a dolphin was kept in a tank beneath the stage where oh. it permanently later died and from neglect. That's what you had oh. mentioned. In fact, that is not true. Two dolphins named Penny and Pixie were indeed... Who names a dolphin named Penny? Come on, Gunner. Just grow up. You know? Grow up and listen Gunner to this dolphin to ghost story. This. <laughs> okay, so uh, apparently Penny and Pixie were indeed kept in a tank at the theater for three months for a show called The, Royal, the Royalty Follies, which was later renamed The Great International Nude Show. However, neither of these animals died while at the theater, and the, show, and the close of the show <laughs> of the animals were moved to a dolf, dolphinarium. In or area, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> to the far east, <laughs> the the remains of the tank and its um lifting equipment still remain below the stage. And numerous visitors there claim to have heard the uh, vicinity of spectral squeaking, <laughs> not unlike a crying baby. Now, a oh. lot of people, oh, no, not unlike a crying baby. It says one possible explanation, and is actually regarded as the most realistic, is that the London Underground subway passes very close to the substage areas of the theater, and the noise from the tunnels creates the sound. Oh. That would explain that could flipper. Yeah. But that is such a, a ridiculous story. Like I was saying, it, like, it could not That's, sound any more made up. Or, Wait, have you heard about <laughs> the resident dolphin? But it's so dolphin? weird that you kind of have to believe it. Like, if you hear why the resident would you dolphin, dolphin in the try theater? to make peace? It likes poison oh, I just, I couldn't. I lost it when you said that they changed the name to something, something nude. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, dude, we're going to go see this nude show. I wonder what all we're going to see. You're going to see a bunch of dolphins. Dolphins. <laughs> no, oh guys, like, goodness. if you run it's into so the resident crazy. dolphin, don't worry. He likes boysenberry. <laughs> that is a crazy, crazy anyway, ghost. All right. I guess that's a, good, that's a good, uh, good ending point. Yeah, that's a good ending point. Wow. Well, I suggest that if you are in Interested into some more details without so much we did with with some more details. <laughs> go read the book: uh, uh, Haunted Theaters, Playhouse Phantoms, Opera House Horrors, and Backstage Banshees uh, by Tom Ogden. And you also brought Haunted West End Theaters by Ian John Shilito. Careful saying that. And Becky Walsh. And then you quoted, I think, yes. I think you quoted this one: uh, Haunted Theaters by Barbara Smith. All three of these books are filled with a lot of good ghost stories for haunt, for haunted theaters. And I'll tell you something I'm going to do. I've decided that here, uh, especially now that we're going to be doing this this uh, this theater show, I'm going to be going to a lot of our local theaters and seeing what they're doing and talking to people. And one of the things that I'm planning on doing, maybe people who are listening will, will find it interesting to do this too. Whenever you go into a theater, go up to somebody who's obviously there as part of the theater 
uh, staff and ask them about their theater ghost. See if there's a theater ghost and if they can tell you anything about it. It's just a, to me, having a theater ghost and knowing about it while I'm watching a show, to me, just adds to the intrigue of, of mm -hmm. being in the place. And so that's what I'm, something that I'm going to start. Yeah, the article I was, I was looking at, um, this is when I Googled talking about it was like 10 most frequently ghost sightings in theaters. And it said that the very first sentence was like, you go to a show to experience the excitement and the adrenaline of watching live entertainment, but these 10 theaters take the excitement and pump it up to 11 because <laughs> of, uh, you know, there's ghosts and yeah. they're very well known. Like all, most of all the articles I read is like, Anyone, if you like, a lot of people go to see a show just because of the ghost opportunity for that. Mm -hmm. I, I would go to the well, Peacock Theater for the dolphin. I definitely want to. Go <laughs> I want to go see the dolphin exhibit. No, if I hear a dolphin in the I middle of a show, I was about to say yes. the sound of a dolphin is scary. I mean, it is. Especially whenever you're not near water and you're in uh, a exactly. Theater. It, <laughs> that is scary. Now, if Flipper was playing, maybe okay. Yeah, that's. But different. if you're watching, like. If you're watching Rent and you hear a dolphin, <laughs> like, what a minute, that's not right. I don't like it. I don't like it. But you know what? Talking about that, um, I was telling Michael earlier, there was a show that opened, uh, I believe it was 2010, called Ghost Stories in London. And their their whole purpose in this show is to scare you to death in the audience and it shows. Oh, the, their the, purpose is to create more ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's It's. You, you net, on the website, I went and looked at it because I was like, what? There's a show like this? And it never shows anything in the show. You can't see clips of it or, or photos or anything, but you see videos and pictures of the audience in terror. We should do that. Uh, it, it, I was like... Not that I think you know the audience oh, wow. should be in terror, but I think I think a good a good scare, like one to make you know you're alive, is, is good. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that, you know, if they're You if would have coming. nails in your arm oh, yeah. for me going like this the whole time. Let me tell you, she emailed me a link, and I can't remember what the link is actually, but if you type in... What was the name? Alchemist. The, the Alchemist Theater in somewhere. Is it Ohio? I forgot. Oh, it's the Alchemist Theater. If you type up Alchemist Theater ghost video or something, or go to YouTube and type up the Alchemist Theater, I think it's it's divided into uh -huh. three different yeah, episodes, three. and it is a ghost. It is like one of those ghost hunter type things. An amateur ghost amateur hunter. ghost hunter that they filmed, and the first one's eh, the third one's eh, but the second one is is freaky. It's usually how I feel about trilogies. The second one's always the best. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. that was the scariest. And, and, you know, you can have your ideas of whether it was rigged or whatever, but it was the way they filmed it. I mean, it just, you kind of feel like you're there with them and you're watching as they're opening these doors and things. Like, and, and, and it really, it, it, it gets you tightly wound. Mm -hmm. So I would look that up if you like a good scare, The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. Did you say don't watch it at home? Yeah, don't watch it by yourself at home. Oh, I thought you were... That's how you get scared, though. You're supposed to watch these things with by yourself. I watched, Volume turns I, was planning to, I watched that set of videos, series of videos, before I was planning to come up here and work one day, and I said, I'm not going today. Yeah, you did tell me you weren't going in. I was, no. So you'd be in your office at, at the city, but like, ah! It's <laughs> like, Tony, are you okay? So I, just saw something I was like this. <laughs> watching it. I was scary. terrified. I was, I, when I see something scary on TV, I get like I tense up. Yeah. And so when I'm finished watching it, I'm like, can't feel my hands. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? I just I, I just shrink down into myself while I'm scared of something. Well, and I, I haven't think... practiced making a fist today, so I get scared. <laughs> I think the mind is such a powerful thing that I think a lot of <gasps> stories uh, and, and you know whether you believe this stuff or not I think a lot of this stuff comes from when some theater is one of those things where people are here alone by themselves alone by themselves there's a redundancy yes. alone late at night <laughs> early morning hours and stuff I've done it a million times and it's amazing because I'm not a believer in ghosts per se but when you're here and it's three o'clock in the morning and you go down here in the catacombs that I call these here and it's dark I call and it the wine cellar yeah. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I call it that extra room I don't like going into. I don't, I don't well, like going it. in there either. Your mind goes to a bunch of different places, and every little sound you start, if you if you get yourself into that mindset, mm -hmm. it you start hearing things. Mm -hmm. You start seeing things. My biggest, whenever we, um, whenever I, I still do it, actually, when we were doing um, Who's On First, I had to go down there, and the lights were off, and Whoa. I had... I had my worst. phone, and I'm like, I'm like, I had my phone because I have a flashlight on my phone, 
and I have the light on my face, and I'm like, I scroll <laughs> up, and I'm like, at this point, I'm like, no, like the the phone light on my face. But then I'm like, it's not out there, but it's on me. And then like I I'm I'm flipping uh, slide it up to get to my flashlight, and I'm afraid that every time I turn it on, I'm gonna see something. <laughs> I go right in front of me. I have I'm like, to... oh, like I always like I, I go I go I go. Those like if you go if you go down there the stairs, is a ghost, stage, I gave right? enough time to disperse before you know, I open my eyes. walk into the basement. And there's those there's those doors, right? One right in front of you when you get yes. down the stairs. I have to make sure those things are open. I cannot if they're closed. I open them. Uh, I cannot walk past them if they're closed because I just know. I mean, sure there might not be a ghost here, but I don't uh, want to test my, my my luck or anything. So I, I make sure something. If they're, I want to be greeting them. I don't want them to greet me. I want to be the one to greet. Be like, oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> Glad you're gonna stop by. That guy, that series of things he's talking about, the guy goes into the basement there, and that's the scariest part of the videos. There's some where he's like in the the lobby, nothing happens. There's people there, and he goes. There's some where he goes into the auditorium, and and some chairs fall down and stuff. The, yeah, the chair. That was scary <laughs> behind him. That was scary, but the worst is in the um the basement. Yeah. Evan, you need to go. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. just. This is such a yeah. good conversation. We need to, we, we'll wrap it up then. But so that's that's <laughs> it. That's it for this episode, the ghost episode of the Everything Arts Podcast slash Q1 Go, the theater show. Yeah. Are you okay with me saying it that way? Q1 Go, the theater show. Uh huh. That sound good to you? Uh huh. Okay. We were just now we just now named the the, the new show that we're going to do. So and we're gonna we're gonna do all kinds of different stuff with it. So if you're listening to this now. Uh, or watching the YouTube video with a still shot <laughs> on there because we ran out of videotape. Uh, <laughs> that's going like this. <laughs> that's what we need to do. We need to do a jazz I, bl- I believe there was a there yeah. was a there was a one particular moment where all four of us are doing jazz. I, I will have to do Just a take screenshot a still- of that. Uh, well, yeah. Evan, sit down. We're going to take a quick photo. Okay. Of jazz so before we before we take the photo, let me finish, let me finish up the audio. So if you're listening to this, this has been Connor Hartley, Evan Hartley. <laughs> Tony King. Michael Blackston. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Okay. Bye now. Thanks again to Tony King, Gunnar Hartley, and Evan Hartley for joining me in a conversation about theater ghosts. Now, if you have something to add or maybe a spooky theater story to tell, please let me know by emailing me at contact at myeverythingarts.com. I'd love to hear from you about your own stories and share them here on the show if you'd like me to. And if you like what we're doing with the theater episodes, then you're going to be very excited about a new show coming called Q1 Go! The Theater Show. It's going to be hosted by me and Tony King. What we've decided to do is split the theater content away from this podcast and release a full hour episode every two weeks about theater, all about theater. We'll have discussions with each other as well as inviting guests to join us, and we're going to be conducting interesting interviews with as many people in the theater world as we can, and I'm going to just try to find the top names that will be willing to come on board and talk to us for a little bit. So be looking out for Q1 Go! The Theater Show coming very soon. In fact, Tony and I are scheduled to record our first two shows in November. Also, there will be a new show out by me and my wife, Kayla, all about animals and our pets. It's being released in tandem with our Blackstone Arts Pet Memorial product line that's just been launched, and we'll have a lot of great stuff to talk about in regards to animals and hopefully your stories about your furry, feathered, or skelly buddies. I'd love for you to take a second and give me a review on iTunes so I can continue to grow and follow me on Twitter at Everything Arts. Also, join the Facebook group by looking in groups for My Everything Arts where you can share your love for the arts with the rest of our members. It's free and we'd love to have you join us. So until next episode, I'm Mike Laxton and this is the Everything Arts Podcast where we splash around in a sea of everything that is art because art is everything. Everything.